tomorrow. One o'clock local time is when the expiration of the trade deadline hits in the NBA. Lots of interested eyes to see if the Suns are even capable of doing anything. Here to join us to talk about it, NBA front office insider for ESPN, Bobby Marks, kind enough uh, to spend some time with us this morning. Bobby, good morning. How are you? I'm good, guys. How you doing? Good. Uh, there's a lot of people with hand-wringing going on in Phoenix right now about this Miles Bridges possibility. Uh, I know the latest reporting coming out on this is that the Hornets are trying to hold out for a first-round pick. Uh, what do you? How do you size up the Suns' possibilities of making this trade happen, knowing that, or is any team going to be willing to give up a first-round pick in this process for, for Miles Bridges? I don't see I don't see any team giving up a first round pick for Miles Bridges. I think based on a lot of verities there, um, certainly the legal case and it's still pending. I mean, he's got a court case on February twentieth for basically violating the restraining order. Um, yeah, his history, um, you know, from Phoenix's perspective, he'd be a three month rental, um, and I think certainly the. The PR backlash that you'll get. I mean, if if you're the Suns and you're interested in doing a, a Bridges deal, um, you're going to have to be pretty out front of in, of this as far as when you welcome him to the organization, as far as what message you want to send to your fans and the people that buy tickets here. So I would say it's I would say it's highly unlikely a team is going to be willing to give up a you know a first round pick for Miles Bridges. I think um, certainly you know, multiple seconds or two or three seconds here, um, or maybe Charlotte keeps him here. But, um, but yeah, I mean, listen, he's a, you kind of, you, you, you split it down two ways. There's the basketball part where you get him from a basketball perspective. Yeah. He can definitely help you. But then there's the, is it worth, is it worth it for, you know, for the three months that you're, you know, with, with everything else that comes with it. And and it's also a, a case, too, where, you know, they've got enough. It seems they have enough offensive punch and trying to create shots for a guy who wants to shoot the basketball. I, I don't even know if that is the best fit when you look at the Phoenix Suns that have needs, at, at, at apparent needs at point guard and rim protector. Your, your thoughts on, on, on what kind of fit he would be in relation to what they seem to lack? Yeah, they're not lacking offense. No, no. <laughs> I mean, you know, I, I mean, I would I, if I was Phoenix, I would, you know, I, guys like you know Royce O'Neal would be. I would, I would rather go after Royce O'Neal than than McKay, uh, than Miles Bridges. I mean, that's just that's just for me. And and I think with um, you know with O'Neal, then you can you have you can hurt his bird rights, build the ability to resign him, big wing that can you know defend, make shots here. Um, it will probably won't cost you as much. I mean, you would. You know, you're looking at probably the Nasir Little contract and adding something else, one of the minimum players here. And I think that would be more of the direction I would want to go. And I know that there was the appeal there as far as with the guy that has averaged 20 points. He had 40 the other night here. But he's a he's a low-efficient score as far as from, from shooting from the field. Um, and as I said, he's a three-month rental because you will not have the ability to re-sign him based on, he you know, he loses his bird rights. Yeah. Bobby Marks, NBA front office insider from ESPN, our guest here on the Arizona Sports Line. In terms of other names, and, and yeah, we, we're all aware of the restrictions that are against the Suns due to their roster yep. construction, but there are names that are out there. I've seen Simone Fontecchio's name uh, linked to the Suns, Dennis Smith Jr. You mentioned Royce O'Neal. Are you hearing any rumblings on some of these other names in connection with the Suns as ter- in terms of possibilities at this point, Bobby? Yeah, I mean, another guy that you know you're certainly starting to hear more more about is Lonnie Walker, who's in Brooklyn, mm. who's on a minimum contract, who's been really good, um, really good for the Nets, kind of a 
another, you know, kind of big guard. Um, Fontecchio, certainly we've heard his name because he's, he's on an expiring. I think it's basically kind of lining up where, um, where Phoenix's trade exception is, you know, that $6.5 million trade exception as far as what they can fit in there, um, you know, along with, you know, the three or four second round picks they have. But that's, you know, we've all, we've, it went from, you know, hey, they need a point guard. No, they don't need a point guard. They need kind of a, they need a, a big wing that can kind of make shots and, and, and defend here. And, you know, and I know you said, you know, you know, with Phoenix being limited, they're not the only ones. I mean, yeah. you, you, we're in this, we're in this like, I feel like I'm a fisherman out to sea right now with the best bait in the world, and I'm just waiting for fish to catch because there's nothing, there's really, it's a slow market. And, yeah. you know, when you look at Phoenix and you look at Milwaukee and you look at, I guess, the Clippers or, you know, all these teams, Golden State certainly, everybody's kind of <clears throat> kind of in the same boat waiting for, you know, waiting for the right deal and to, 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 to appear here. I think there'll be trades, but it's not going to be the, the high-level guys that we've, we've already seen here. Bobby, you're a great person to talk to this time of year, uh, and you, you did a great job. I think I heard you on the afternoon show. Just talk about the options that the Suns have and the, and the avenues they have to make deals that will not be there for them after yeah. the trade deadline. Could you lay that out for our listeners, please? Yeah, so they've got uh, two trade exceptions, uh, 6.5 and I think $5 million. Those be basically become frozen uh, when the offseason starts somewhere, I guess, you know, for some teams in, in, in April here because they will be a second apron team that comes with the restriction. Um, you will not be allowed to uh, you know, use a, a tax mid-level exception. Phoenix did not have that available to them um, this past offseason. That, um, that, that goes away. The big thing is, is the, you know, all trades now um, starting in the offseason are dollar for dollar. So you're, the ability to come within 110% goes away. And then for Phoenix, and you know six or seven other teams, um, you can't aggregate contracts. So if you if you want to trade Nurkic and Nasir Little for a you know guy making twenty three million dollars, you're not allowed to combine. Um, you're not allowed to combine salary anymore. That's probably the, the biggest thing for me. You can take back multiple players in a deal, um, but you just can't aggregate. And in, in the same rules, and we'll see here is that you know guys that are bought out of their contract. That have a you know a pre-existing salary of twelve point four million dollars. Phoenix will not be able to sign them. So, Kyle Lowry became available, or Gordon Hayward, guys like that. Those guys are off 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 the boards there. Bobby Marks, ESPN NBA front office insider, our guest here on Arizona Sports. You described it as a as a slow market because of all the teams that do have these restrictions, uh, and not that we're going to hold you to this, Bobby. Obviously, this is just a lot of gut right now. But you're connected. You're hearing things. Who is maybe the biggest name you expect to be moved before tomorrow? Or is there another team? And I, I was waiting last year at the deadline for Toronto to blow it up. They chose to do it this yeah. year. Chicago's another team that's been identified. Brooklyn. Are they the most likely teams to blow things up in, in your estimation? I don't I don't know about blowing up in Brooklyn just because they don't control their first for the next four years. I know they've got this, a bunch of Phoenix first and Dallas first. So I would say yeah, I don't I don't see Mikhail Bridges being being traded here, but that doesn't mean they've got a bunch of other guys, Dorian Finney Smith and Spencer Dinwiddie and um you know, as I mentioned Roy Royce O'Neal. I think they're they're gonna be active based on where where they are right now. I think the, the, the hard part in Dort with the trade deadline is, is that there's games being played around and you're so reactionary to everything that happens here. Like Chicago for, is a great example. Chicago has a great win last night in Minnesota. They're in the nine ten area, you know, but at the end of the day, you should be looking for suitors for DeMar DeRozan, who's in the last year of his contract or Andre Drummond here. And, but you've got the Levine injury, 
and you're holding on for one of these these final playing spots here. But I think I think Atlanta's another team. You know, Dejounte Murray. Um, you know, but they played better basketball. But what's yeah. the ceiling for that roster? You know, they're they're still below 500 team, and and they're still in that nine to nine to ten hole. When you take a look at the Suns, there are some nights, and look, the big three's been together now for a stretch, I, th- I believe, since December 29th, and, and, and that's a good sign for Suns fans. There are nights when the team looks terrific. There are other nights when you, you look at them and you go, I don't know if that team could survive a playoff series against a good defensive team. I, I, from all your experience, and there's plenty of experience you can draw from, how, how close do the Suns look to, to being a championship-caliber basketball team to you? I think it's going to be a lot dependent on what the draw is going to be when we get to the playoffs here, and, and you know, with of course, health is going to matter. Now, if you're in the if you're in a three six and you get Denver in the first round, I would say you could be in trouble. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. and but there's some nights, you know, there's some nights, and, and they play you know better basketball. Like you, you know, you say like, hey. I'll take I'll take my chances with you know we're top heavy but I'll take my chances with Durant Booker and Beal any day of the week here but it's a matter of kind of just getting there as far as what your seed's going to be but when you look at the the West I take my chance against Oklahoma City who hasn't been in a first round uh, playoff with this group same with Minnesota who hasn't won a playoff series um, Clips are playing really well but what are they going to be like in in April here so. I, I would be – I don't want to see – I feel a lot better about this team than I did maybe a month and a half ago. Um, but I do think, you know, if you can add just one more wing um, that can defend, that, that, makes it, that makes a difference. It just kind of expands your rotation. Bobby, thanks so much for the time and the insight. We know you're really busy at this yeah, point, so we no really doubt. appreciate you uh, spending some time with us today.